Hey Rippers, are you learning how to surf? But are you a beginner or a big old kook? There is a difference, you know. And since there's many ways to kook it, you should stick around and learn a few things. Because if you don't know, let me tell you right now that surfers love to spot a kook. But don't get all stressed about it, because everyone kooks it once in a while. And that's the reason for this podcast. Because the more you know, the less you'll kook it. So grab your life vest and get ready to learn. The KookCast is here to lead you on your journey out of kookdom, one episode at a time. And hopefully, offer you some traction on this slippery slope between kookery and killing it. I'm your host, Coach Chris, and I started the surf coaching and education resource, thesurfcontinuum.com. All right, let's just get this thing rolling. Uh, what a pleasure, what a relief that you brought some beers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> because I'm... I cooked it this time and I didn't bring the beers. Well, it's, uh, I think with a lot of things that I've, you just put yourself out there in life, you kind of, I don't know, things come together that you, when you didn't even expect that they were going to. Totally, so, yeah. I mean, beers are one thing, but. That's uh, it's kind of the thing. It's just I kind as of, it works out. I kind of always like recognizing, even if it's a small little thing, like when you're like, oh, I forgot this. Oh, well, not a big deal. But then someone else does have it, and it right. works out, and it's just as small as it is, like you said, it's just beers. But shit, that's just a nice little, like, wow, things work out sometimes. And sometimes it's, it's big stuff that works out. Yeah. Other times it's just, hey, we got beer. Yeah. <laughs> so, so to that, right on. cheers. Cheers. Oh. Me. Cheers. Ooh. Right on. This has been, uh, I've completed my first year of, you know, full full year of practicing surfing, um, starting last summer. And, you know, I, the interesting thing is, and I, maybe I'm jumping ahead, but just it's worthwhile saying is that over a year of learning, I've you learn more of what you don't know and which makes it interesting and challenging to, to keep going forward. Right, right. And not that, you know, after a year you've become so proficient that it's kind of lost its, I don't know, its challenge, its allure of, you know, of getting to learn more about something new. So um, what's been interesting is that, I don't know, you don't always think about learning new things at when you get older. I don't know, I, maybe some people do, but you don't always think about, uh, you know, that getting later on in life that it's a time to start learning new things. Mm-hmm. You think about more often, you know, that you're refining the things that you've come to know uh, or you just keep doing the things that you've known your whole life and not necessarily putting yourself out there to do entirely new things. So it's just, I don't know, I had a, a, a moment in my life a couple of years ago that kind of threw everything on its head, you know. Uh, things that I had expected would be going forward for the rest of my life were not, and that was changing, and it kind of threw my whole life perspective uh, on its head and that made me start thinking about a lot of other things in my life that mm. you know what else everything else is changing what else can I change that benefits me 
Yeah, almost how can you embrace it or something like Yeah, yeah, if I'm going to be if I'm going to be like a new me, I guess we'll say, uh, you know, how can what other what are the other things that would the new me like to be doing? Right, right, you know right. What, I'm so, what does new Doug want to do? Yeah, I and and I think that's I don't know, that's a unique perspective on you know, I'm I'm 43 now. I always need to think about that because I don't really think about what my age is a lot. I don't talk about it because it's just not in my mind. But yeah, at 43, so I started surfing at 42. Um, you know, I I was just looking at what I hadn't I hadn't been taking care of myself in a lot of different ways prior to that, and I didn't realize it. And so, you know, I wanted to get in better shape and I wanted to uh, you know reconnect with old friends that was another thing that I realized you know you kind of you can neglect uh, through your years Mm. and you know I started thinking about things that I've thought about wanting to do that I never gave myself the chance to do and surfing was one of them Um, I grew up going to the beach as a kid, you know, our summer family vacations were to the Jersey Shore, to Long Beach Island. Uh, so, you know, we grew up with a love of the beach and the ocean and that environment and that mm-hmm. lifestyle. Um, but interestingly enough, like, I had, a, I was captivated by the, the surfing lifestyle, but I never, I didn't know anybody that surfed or even was around people that were surfing. Right. So, That's got to be a tough first step to get into something that you don't even know people who do it. Right. So what do you do? Do you go to a surf shop and ask those guys? Do you go on the internet and type in what? How to surf? Or like, what, how, does that, how does that start? Yeah, well, I mean, as a, as a kid, I didn't... I, I was too afraid to do any of that stuff. I didn't think... I, I don't know. I just... I thought you had to kind of live there to... Kn- you be around be, somebody that surfed. You had know? To I don't just know. Be lucky enough. Yeah, I, I guess I didn't know what. Again, I didn't know what I didn't know. But um, at that time, so you know, I never learned to surf as a kid. But I, I so distinctly remember. I love going to the surf shops and looking at all the stuff. Mm. I love looking at the surfboards and mm. and the wetsuits and thinking how cool it would be to have these things yeah yeah uh but not even really realizing what that what that actually meant to be like learning how to surf or do you still surf. get like a, a flashback when you smell like wetsuits or wax or something i'm so glad you brought that up <laughs> i it just clicked for me even just a few months ago so now i have you know a couple of wetsuits and I have like, you know, that, that smell that's either around wherever you keep them or it's on you after you go surfing and, and, it, and it clicked for me a couple months ago that I remember that smell from being a kid mm-hmm. and going to Freedom Surf Shop in Long Beach Island and like just like, oh, I wish I could have these like cool wetsuits someday yeah, yeah, and I yeah. remember that smell from that, from that totally. experience. I still get it. Like when I go into surf shops, I kind of, I'm very conscious of it now because now I'm just, I try to just, I think gratitude is such an important characteristic to have in your life, no matter what is going on. 
So I try to be conscious of it when I walk into a surf shop that when I smell that smell, it no longer means like all the things I can or don't have, <laughs> yeah. you know? And I want it at the time. I'll never forget it. Being being a kid growing up and like surfboards for a kid and wetsuits, that was all expensive stuff. Right. Oh, yeah. You know? So, but that smell. So for me, it's this combo of wax and wetsuits. That's funny. And that smell, every time I smell it, brings me back to being a kid and just wishing so bad I could get a surfboard. Swishing so bad I could have a wetsuit. Just, oh. And now I have those things. Yeah. And I have multiples of them. Yeah. You know, and I just let it remind me to be grateful and be like, wow, there was a time where you wanted all this stuff so bad. Now you have it. So don't take it for granted. Sure. Be stoked. Be absolutely stoked that, you know, that that smell now means, like, you're doing it, man. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and uh, you can walk cool. into that shop with the... I don't know. I just I love that smell. That that smell just reminds me every time. It it's so funny that you brought that up because I I was thinking about that and wondered if I was not crazy, but just that it was unique to me because of my I don't know. I was I've been having a lot of these kind of reminiscing moments of of my childhood. Uh, you know, I'm sure a lot of it has to do. I have a son who's nine, so. You know, I'm thinking about the stuff that he's doing. I think about, you know, how was it when I was his age? Sure, and yeah. uh, so you kind of, you're re- maybe recalling a lot of these areas of your, your memory. But no, I, I, it's funny you mentioned that about the, that neoprene smell. Because I'm like, so, our, <laughs> yeah, isn't it funny how that, that new wetsuit smell smells so good? Yeah. It's better than a new car smell, I think. Yeah, right? <laughs> but, um, all right, so tell me about the actual process of, what okay maybe was it a first surfboard or maybe a first surf lesson or what how did it finally kick off where you began the journey yeah sure because um, that's always a good one and and everyone loves to hear that i think but especially beginners because it's encouraging to hear like it's hard for everybody right that first step is a, that's a tough one to yeah. take yeah yeah especially for someone like you who had nobody to help push them or aid in in the transition from not surfing to surfing right I mean I didn't even it wasn't even that I had a a friend that I wanted to do it with or that was interested in it already that I you know could say hey can I come out there with you and just mess around and interestingly for me that it was actually better that I was on doing it for myself and on my own and not trying to learn or kind of piggyback on somebody else like it so what I did I guess it was, uh, yeah, it was like the middle of June of last year. I don't, I don't know what set it off, but I was like, I'm going to take, I want to take surfing lessons. And so I, I live in, in Brooklyn, and, you know, I had come to know over the years that there's surfing in, out in the Rockaways mm-hmm. and Queens, and it's totally accessible either by train or, or an easy car ride. And so I really just looked up surf schools in, in Rockaways, and for whatever reason, without too much effort, I found the locals surf school, mm-hmm. and uh, I reached out to them about, I just asked a bunch of questions, and they were super responsive and, and really kind of motivating into like getting me started. and and. But what I decided to do, not just like show up for a lesson and hope that I liked it, I'm like, I said to myself, I'm going to do this, and I signed up for 10 lessons. Mm-hmm. And that... Just full commitment. Full right? commitment. And I'm going to go, you know, it was 
so the change in my life was where I didn't, um, you know, I was going to have every other weekend to my to myself. Uh, my son was going to be with his mom, and so rather than kind of wallow in any of that, I just I started figuring out what can I do for myself mm-hmm. during that time and really make it worth my while. And and part of that is that again, that's like that taking care of yourself thing. And and like maybe I should have been doing this all along is what I've come to realize. Right, right. Like saying like I need to do this for myself because it's better for me and then it's better for everybody around me mm-hmm. if I'm taking care of myself. So totally so I was going to have this time. Actually, my son was going to be on vacation for a couple of weeks. So, like, I, I was even going to have time, like, more than just every other weekend. Mm-hmm. And I just signed up for a bunch of these lessons. And I'm like, I'm going to go, and I'm just going to push through it. And after that, then I'll know. I don't know what I'll know. Yeah, I'll, how I'll, much when I get done with these ten. Yeah. Then I'll ask myself the next set of questions. Yeah, and because you you know, and you we've we've even talked about it that. You can't just do surfing once and have any sort of feel for it. Like, sure, yeah. So, I, you know, I went out. It was the 4th of July. I had a day off, so I signed up for a lesson. That The conditions were... I didn't even know what was good or bad at that point. But the yeah. conditions were perfect. They were, like, really clean. It was warm and sunny, and, like, everyone was in a good mood because it's a day off. It's, like... You know, I didn't know that how ideal I had it, but yeah, I was yeah. like, you know, they're kind of setting you into waves and stuff, but I'm riding waves, you know. I'm thinking like, oh, I got, this is all good. That's you know, it. I'm going to keep I've doing this. <laughs> so, you know, coming back for a second one was pretty easy. Uh, but sure enough, you know, like the second day was overcast and windy and choppy. Uh, Inadvertently, I was on a smaller board and I didn't even realize it. And I'm like just falling off the thing all over the place and getting crushed on the inside. And I'm like, maybe this isn't that fun, right? Like this is <laughs> this isn't what I did the other day. Surprise! Yeah, it's not. like <laughs> most of the time. <laughs> yeah. Right. So it's funny that how much, like I was saying, like you don't even know how much you don't know uh, right. until you start learning about it. So like, what the variables and the conditions. I, no idea you know I didn't know that it was going to be any different day to day like I didn't know what that meant mm-hmm. uh, but you know second day wasn't that great but I paid for all these lessons and I told myself and now I've told the surf school you know that's that was the other thing like the accountability starts right right you've, you've set your 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 goal for yourself you've told these people that are now like pushing for you and 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 uh, and behind you in this, and now you know I gotta I'm gotta come back. I can't one. be the guy that said I'm doing this thing and then quits the second time. Nope. Nope. And I knew I had very specific windows of time to do it. So the next time that I had availability, I signed up for a class. And again, just kept 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 going through it. Just persevering. Yeah. And you know that that was such an important. I don't know, moment for me in, you know, pushing through something that's new, uh, also realizing what it was doing for me personally, that I was, you know, learning to love something, I was learning to, you know, or learning about this, this, 
don't know, this part of me that I, I really enjoyed the, the, this challenge that I was learning. I really enjoyed the opportunity to learn this, learn surfing, which I've always wanted to do. Um, and yeah, just keep pushing through it. So you get to that, I don't know, you just like, you keep moving through these different things yeah, these chapters. Uh, well, I think that there's a really important, um, like, kind of discoveries you make when you persevere through something. Because when a lot of people, I mean, I know this as just being a coach and working with a lot of people, a lot of them come with this mindset, whatever it may be. Yeah. Uh, oftentimes, it's standing up and riding waves. Because, right. well, after all, it's surfing, and right. that's what you see in the pictures and the videos. Yeah. You know, but as you kind of persevere, there's so many new discoveries that you make. And not just about surfing, but about yourself. Sure. You know, and it's a really great thing. It, it doesn't have to be surfing. We're just happen to be talking about that because we're surfers and that's yeah. what we do. But yep. in anything, when you're learning something new and you have this idea of what it's supposed to be, but as you go through it, you realize it's so many other things and then you other discover the other thing. So I think the, the, the theme here is just... The, the characteristic of perseverance, you know, and, and holding yourself accountable and not quitting. Those are such important characteristics, not just for you as a human, but as a surfer. Yeah. They're, they're absolutely necessary. Otherwise, you don't get to do the damn thing, you right. know. It's too good for anybody to just come along and get the good stuff right off the bat. Yeah. You know, and I think that's true of most things in life that are really great. You don't just get them. There's, yeah. There's an effort that's required. No, no doubt. And I, I mean, I know it's, it's a cliche, I guess, but, you know, if, if you say if it was... If it were easy, everybody would do it. Right. Um, Thank God it's not easy because it, it, it's crowded was, enough. I was going to say, it's, <laughs> it's, it's easy enough for people to think they can go out and try it. Yeah, and yeah, that's, yeah. A, that's a different, maybe a different conversation for a <laughs> different set of people. Um, you know, it's funny that, I don't know, I've, uh, just, I'm just thinking about being out here uh, at least this weekend. It's after the summer crush, but... Um, the level of surfers here is actually much higher yeah. at the baseline is much higher than it is in the Rockaways especially well, I mean where I'm it sure is where I debatable. go <laughs> it is where I go but uh, that's not to say anything super bad but it's like it's so accessible there as far as like physically getting there oh from, I see what you're saying like, so, so many people, people get can to get, give get it a there shot. people just show up Right. And, and right. just, you know, be floating around there, laying on their board, like right. just kind of floating around on the board. And well, you'll be surprised. We yeah. get a lot of that right. here, too. Okay. I think that happens in lineups around the world. Um, but nonetheless, what I wanted to ask is, okay, so let's fast forward now. So you get to, you finish your 10. You yeah. obviously make it through 10 sessions. How long did that take to get through those 10? And where were you at now in your mentality and your, oh, okay. yeah. where, like after 10 classes? Because now you've done what you've promised yourself. Right. So right. now what? Right. So, uh, so I guess towards the end of the 10, I was realizing like, you know, I was also doing group classes, which, you know, looking back, I would have switched to doing private lessons sooner. Um, just because at that point I was like, I'm, I'm beyond the, the group lesson kind of like, I needed more attention, I mm -hmm. guess, uh, and to really to progress a little bit more. So I was noticing in my, in the group lessons that I was just like, I wanted to be trying to catch my own waves and kind of like 
on my own, not even be, I, I don't know, I was trying to do more things independently. Uh, that Then I realized like I wanted to come out on my own and like I was always using their equipment and yeah, totally you know, depending on them. Beholden to their schedule and, and things like that. So, um, so when I was finishing up the 10 sessions, like I still wanted to come out and do like this class thing because it was, it was also a comfort kind of thing. Sure. Like you knew you, you had your people that mm -hmm. you were going to be around with and you had your slot, time slot, and like it kind of like cordoned off some areas that basically in it, you know, kind of just by chance and just, you know, the the class groups kind yeah, of yeah. Uh, take Just over a little bit. Push People everyone stay else out of out your way. way. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so that was also helpful in like, rather than just trying to navigate the whole thing on my own. But then I did buy like a used soft top from one of the local shops just so I could have it then. Uh, and then, um, so I finished the 10 and it was, that was the, it was only the fall, so I was really kind of working through it. It was, you know, around, maybe around this time last year. All right, so you, you cracked them off. Yeah. You got yeah. out there. That's important to do, I think, is not just, you know, commitment, but consistency in a small amount of time. You no know, doubt. repetition close together. Yeah. You know, it's like, for example, if you're trying to, to you know, get more fit, if you do one push-up every day, that's not the same as doing 100 of them in one day, you know, rather than 100 right. days. So the closer you can put together your work, your training, the better off you are. Yeah. So, I, you know, I guess I had an awareness of that from, you know, doing sports training as a kid. Like, yeah, I don't know. Like, I knew that the practice thing had to be a regular thing. Um, and I was committed to it. And I'm, you know, I'm telling people about it. So then it's like the accountability is yeah, there. Yeah, bringing yourself back to that. Where you now you have to keep surfing because you're telling people it. you're yeah. a surfer. Oh, you're a surfer. I'm like, eh. like, but I'm going out surfing. I guess that, <laughs> I don't know if that makes me a surfer. Uh, that's still to be determined. But I yeah, guess compared well, to some, I might be. Well, that's a, it, that's a good topic, isn't it? What what makes a surfer? You know, is it the attitude? Is it the ability? Is it the skill set? Is it you know? And yeah. it's, it's just a great topic because yeah, everybody yeah. has their own opinion of who's a surfer and who's not. Um, so it's always fun to, to just hear what people think is a surfer or not. But for me, I think it's more of a mentality. Sure. It's just like an obsession, you know? You're waking up and thinking like, oh, how can I go surfing today? Yeah. You know, you, you get off for the day. You're like, oh, will I be able to fit a session in? Yeah. And that, for me, that's what a surfer is. Yeah. They're just like always trying to surf. Every decision is about, will I surf more or less? Yeah. So now that you've said that, like, I guess I, something I, I am... I, mean, I guess I'm proud of for my own, I guess just for my own having done it, but, you know, I started recognizing or just kind of learning of that, uh, that the guys who run locals and like, I don't know, everyone that has been surfing Rockaway for, you know, that are really consistent and I mean, they go, they go all year. Mm -hmm. So it's not just, and that was a new thing for me to realize is that I knew they were surfing out there, but I didn't know people went when it was cold right. and very cold and <laughs> snow on the ground. And like that didn't matter if there were waves, that's when you surf, right. right? So, you know, I'm starting, I'm again, the accountability thing, you know, I'm getting to know people out there and I'm realizing like, oh, these guys go all year round. I'm going to go all year round too. You know, that's, uh, I'm going to keep oh, doing yeah. this because 
you know, if I'm really uh, becoming a surfer, that's what you do. And right? I care about surfing all the time. Yeah, and <laughs> and I did. You know, it wasn't just uh, because I was hard-headed and I'm like, oh, I'm going to do this no matter what. I really was enjoying it, mm -hmm. but the opportunity to do it in the winter, I, I just didn't recognize that that was a thing. Um, well, the wetsuit technology is so incredible nowadays. Right? Do you have a 5.4? Yeah. Oh, good for you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so so the guys, again, at Locals, with, you know, that, that was, let me just back up again, like, the whole thing with having a good surf school or just good educators around you, like, they really set you up for, I don't know, like, they just keep that stoke going. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, like, it's, it would be hard to, to just go out there and kind of kind of grind it out and figure totally. it out on your own. And, again, that's not for me at this age. But well, Yeah, I completely agree. I think you nailed it right there. Like, kids can do that. Yeah. Kids can go out there and just every day just keep playing in the yeah. water. But once you get to a certain age, you need a little <laughs> bit more of a method. You need a structure. You need results. Yeah. You know, you need to see that when you do it this way, it's better than doing it this way. Kids can roll around for their five summers, you know, just yeah. not knowing what's going on, just playing and, and just kind of... Um, arbitrarily getting better without realizing how because they're kids and they yep. can just soak it up but as you get to be yeah, an adult resilient. I think you need more instruction you need more you know you need more of a curriculum or a, a process yeah. to, to follow yeah. you know? and, and we just need that as adults yeah and and having that support around you mm. uh, you know it's another life lesson that I've learned is asking for help mm. and yeah raising your hand and saying I I don't know about this thing. Right, I don't. Right, I've right. never learned this. Right. There's I a don't group know. Of people Can that, you tell me? Yeah. It, there's a group of professionals that do this instruction. I'm gonna go to them. Right. right and let right. them help me. Um, Another great characteristic for humans and surfers: humility. Yeah. yeah. You know, just being humble and, and willing to be a beginner. I mean, and so you were kind of getting to that before, just talking about you know being a beginner in in life usually during a point in life where you're good at everything you do. Right. You know, it's, it's, what a great thing. I always, I think I said it to you yesterday during our session, what a great thing to always make sure you're a beginner at something. Yeah. Because it reminds you to be humble, you know, and, you know, it's so easy to get comfortable at what you're an expert at. But, you know, and, and I think to myself all the time because I'm working, by the way, what do you do? Oh, I, I work in uh, the food service industry. So um, right now I'm working for uh, a restaurant equipment company. Okay. Yeah. So, Basically, what the reason I'm get, asking that is just because you might be here to work with me and learn about surfing, but somewhere else in the world, there's something that you could teach me everything about, right. and I don't sure. know anything. And Fair you know, enough. it's just really you got to remind yourself that just because you're an expert here doesn't mean you're not. Doesn't mean that someone else isn't an expert somewhere else. And yeah. that that really you can just be such a a good student in life, you know, and and be so receptive to so many lessons and and really grow as an individual when you have that humility. And yeah. surfing's just, I, I've learned that through surfing. That's you know? great, yeah. And I guess you are too. I am. Uh, and so, you know, I mean, that's, that's obviously one of the reasons, or it's the main reason I reached out to you was that I, uh, you know, I'd come to find out about your program and your, uh, your methodology for teaching. Um, and it really just resonated with me as far as how I would like to be taught mm. um, and what it is that 
I think would really be helpful to me. Right, work for you. In my, in both where I was in my progression, um, or just, yeah, just realizing that the, you know, the fundamentals really are the, 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 the keystone, the cornerstone for, 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 you know, for lifelong progression. Right, of course it is. Yeah. And, and that's why I'm still, I think there was something you were saying before about how, um, oh, okay, so you were talking about how, you, you know, you went into surfing with this expectation of what it's going to be, and then you discover the different things along the way, and, and that's kind of very similar to my story as far as why I teach the way I do. Okay. Because as I've gone forward in surfing, starting from a kid and through my teens and 20s, there was a big phase where it was about progression, progressive, like literally progressive surfing on the wave. What can I do more advanced, more advanced, more advanced? Okay. And like you said, the more you go into that, the more you realize you don't know. Yeah. And honestly, it just sent me into a full loop, full circle back to the beginning. Oh, like, holy shit, like if I want to get better at surfing, I need to get better at paddling. I need to start turning my board better when a wave's coming at mm -hmm. me. I need to do all the simplest things better. You know, and it just, and then little by little, the evolution was just that in realizing, like I didn't actually want to surf any professional level, okay. expert, competitive way. I really just wanted to enjoy myself in the ocean and be proficient and not be exhausted after my sessions, you know, and, and that came back. It was a very, I'm an introspective kind of guy, I guess you can tell by now, yeah. you know? So I thought a lot about it and I came out of this whole thought process realizing I need to focus more on the basics. And that was personally. Okay. That was me, like, I need to be more focused on a beautiful bottom turn. Interesting. I need to do my cutbacks, but I could do a thousand cutbacks a day and still not be happy, you know? Okay. <laughs> So, and, and I just realized like, wow, I, and I'm a teacher all this time, it made me realize that I need to take my students back. They come to me telling me like, oh, I can paddle, oh, I can do it, but no, they really can't. Right. Because if I'm still working on it, yeah. I still care about making it better, then certainly you, after your two years, are not even close. Yeah. And, it, and so much is true, and, and it's really, you can just see how, how real it is when you insist on it. When my, I do. I insist on this with my students. These are the only things I work on, the fundamentals. Yeah. We don't get into floaters and all this stuff. You know, that's your personal journey. Yeah. Because when you catch waves better, when you paddle better, when you turn your board better with less of a bobble or a frantic nature or a, a loss of composure, you get more waves. And if you get more waves, you, then you can learn how to do floaters and you can learn how to do cutbacks and you can do that stuff on your own because you can get on multiple waves and keep practicing. Yeah. But it all always came back to the basics. Um, every time I thought, thought it through, it always just led me back to what is the most basic part of this whole process? What yeah. is the most basic aspect of the whole picture? I love that. I and mean, and that's, that's really refreshing, actually, to, to hear that because that's, like I said, it really resonates with me. It kind of clicks with how I've always been taught uh, sports, I guess I'll say, because mm -hmm. that's, you know, I've had a lot of exposure to sports coaching, and my father is a coach, and, like, just seeing that he's always, he's really big into the fundamentals, you know, and, and working on drills, and, and doing, you know, uh, putting in the work. Right, right. That then, you know, like, for basketball, you can, you know, if you can't just dribble well standing in place like how do you expect to be running down the court right and dribble really fast perfect, and be in control right perfect analogy yeah 
you know, perfect analogy. If you can't just paddle out across the still water without constantly repositioning or using your leg to, to help you balance, yeah. how on earth are you going to take off on a wave and paddle yeah. and keep a, a good straight line? Yeah. Like, my goodness, you know, it's, it really, it's so true. But it's just so easy to overlook how important those basics are. It is. Uh, you know, and yeah, and I guess you see it in, in any sport, too, where... You know, you see the guys on TV and you want to be like them and you're doing all the, the fancy things that, you know, that you think makes them look cool or makes them, right. or that's what makes them good. But the reality is that, you know, they're out there doing all this work for eight hours a day right. when you don't even see them. Behind the scenes. Shooting, shooting a thousand foul shots right. and, you know, right. doing sprints and running up, you know. Yep. Uh, doing ball handling drills and and that's not fun to watch i right. mean i think it's fun to watch actually but right as, well as people who <laughs> care and understand the importance of it it yeah. actually does become fun to watch yeah but for everybody else who doesn't realize you know so i'm sure you see it too when you're you know you're out in the lineup and you see people do the fundamentals well you're like oh that was a totally oh i know, spot it great, and i'll say yeah. it too yeah and i'll i'll point it out and i'll i'll whoever that person may be i'll say like hey that was an awesome sitting turn. <laughs> How funny yeah. is that? Because like any surfer in the world, I don't think anybody's ever complimented that. Right, you know, right. <laughs> like, yeah. it's always like, oh, dude, that that floater or that hit yeah. or that that cutback was beautiful. And I'm sitting there like, dude, and I'm full serious too. That was an awesome sitting turn. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It looked so clean. You just turned around right on time and started paddling for that wave beautifully. Oh my God, I loved it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Uh, That's a whole different appreciation that, uh, unfortunately, I think it just gets overlooked. Yeah, uh, it really does. And that's a lot of learning. It does. It really does. It's, it's in all learning. And I think, you know, I learned it myself, too, from coaching in other sports. Not okay. me personally coaching, but being coached. Yeah. So I was a wrestler and, um, in high school, and I remember there's just so many little things the coach would say that now still stick with me. Yeah. You know, and one of them being like how the coach would say like, you'll never go as far as I'll take you. Like, I'm going to push you so much farther than you think you can go. And your brain is always the thing that stops you, but your body can really keep going. Interesting. And so the coach is there to make sure like, I know you're tired, but you can keep going. Yeah. You're not dead yet. Yeah. So keep paddling. So keep staying in form. So keep doing it or whatever. And just having that you know, it, man, it sucks in the moment. But when you get out, you're like, holy shit, I did, I did it. I kept going when right. I thought I needed to stop. That's, you know, I, I'm glad you brought that up too. I mean, that's, I, I've, I guess with my, you know, in the taking lessons, having a coach that, you know, is kind of pushing you uh, or is holding you accountable, maybe is a better word. Uh, you know, in those first series of classes there were plenty of times when I was like winded and just getting worked and like you know choking for air you know like I I'm like what am I what am I doing to myself you know <laughs> and because uh, there's plenty of rough days and you're going through the fall in in the northeast and it's like it gets big and it gets rough right and but you you come back in, you catch your breath, you regroup mentally and physically, and you're like, my instructor is waiting for me out there. Yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna make it out there. I gotta get back out there. You know what I mean? If it were just me, I, I don't know that I would do it. Right, right. I don't know. No, I, you probably wouldn't, or at, at least in the hard times. Yeah. You know, when things get tough, 
it's so easy when you're by yourself to just be like, all right, yeah. I'm done. I did my time. Yeah, I, did I was enough, out there right? 30 minutes. This isn't the day for me. You know, I'll come back another time. But that, I think if you don't push yourself through that stuff, then it just becomes way too easy to, to not go. Right. Well, totally. To not show up. And that's, that's where true growth really lies. Yeah. In, in the part where you want to quit. Yeah. Right there is the moment where you need to tell yourself, keep going. Yeah. That's the most important time to push yourself to keep going. Yeah. And I think, again, maybe I, I don't know that most people getting on in their late 30s, early 40s, I don't know how much people are willing to put up with that kind of... Most are, and like, I don't Should think. I keep doing this yeah, no, mentality? No. It's too... It's, it taxes your mind and your mentality and your ego, you know, when yeah. you, you want to do yeah, good and you want to see results yep. and you're not seeing what you thought you should see, you know, and that really... If you're not strong-hearted and you're not willing to just keep cooking it up and, yeah. you know, like falling and floundering and having all these awkward, weird moments, you don't get to do it. You yeah. don't get the good part, you yeah. know, and that makes total sense to me and I, that's the way it should be. Yeah, right on. That being said, uh, you know, everybody's got a great kooky moment, <laughs> if not many. Uh, do you have any on the top of your head with uh, some really... Uh, situation or event that happened to you and you're learning to surf where it was like oh that's the definition of kooking it <laughs> uh you mean other than like driving out to montauk for your first time <laughs> and driving through the hamptons on, on a friday night in your 2004 honda odyssey and feeling real kooky at that point <laughs> uh like maybe i don't belong out here that, that kind of qualifies but believe nah. it or not there's plenty of that going yeah, on nah, plenty I, of boards sticking out of sunroofs oh, and, oh i and, saw a good guy a good one on my way over here he had i mean you joked about this too and sticking out of his longboard sticking out of the back of his mini cooper with, oh, the, with, the, good with one. the top down it's almost not kooky anymore <laughs> it's so common i almost like someone will point and laugh and i'm like yeah 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 see it all the time it's almost the way yeah. to carry your surfboard I now mean, but that doesn't count because you're not allowed to call there. other people out yeah okay so <laughs> um i guess I, I have i have one that's you know i didn't even realize it was kooky in the, in the moment but uh you know kind of part of that you don't know what you don't know uh it was you know, I was like signing up for, to like get, get involved with Surfrider Foundation. Like I wanted to like get more involved in, in, in thinking more about the care of our, our planet and the oceans, right? And they were doing this cool, uh, what are they, the circle up? Are they like uh, paddle out? Paddle out. Sorry, I don't know why I called circle up. That's like a dance <laughs> thing. But there you there, go. There's, there's your kooky moment. Thing. I don't know where Done. that came from. <laughs> circle up. Um, <laughs> So they're doing a paddle out and a protest for this Williams pipeline. It's this, oh yeah, sure. Uh, you know, uh, a lot of people that are you know really, I don't know that that's another point, another topic for another day. But um, so anyway, I'm like, oh, this will be cool. I've never done a paddle out. I don't know what it is. Hey but guys, it I'm here like for the circle cool up. <laughs> for the circle up. Where do I go? Uh, where's my where's my spot? Where's my circle up? <laughs> so it was, it was a bit of a like a windy day, uh, a little little rough, and so we're all on the beach and they're talking about the you know the protest of the pipeline and I'm like ah, great that we're all there to support it, and uh, they're like you know don't 
but we're gonna do the paddle out. We're gonna go out in waves so we're all not like, because it's choppy out there, we're not like running into each other. But if you're not proficient in your board control, you should not go out. Well, I'm like, I'm already here. I'm going out, <laughs> right? And so I, it didn't get too bad, but the funny parts were, you know, I'm like, I'm gonna go out for a surf anyway, because I'm here, you know, it's half of wanting to be involved and half of wanting to surf. So we're doing the, the, the circle up, we're doing the paddle out and we're getting into the, you know, trying to keep position and they're flying a drone over to do aerial shots and I'm like, oh my God, I gotta really not blow this, you know? And I wasn't that proficient in my board control, but uh, so I'm like trying to get around and get into the position. And so it was so choppy that it was like, okay, now we need to be in the formation because it's really hard to hold position. So I was like stuck in the middle of the circle and I'm trying to like back, you know, paddle backwards to get in there like, <laughs> and I had this, I had this like foam top that I had used foam top from a local shop, a rental that it was kind of like this faded pink color. So I was, that's already pretty kooky, but uh, so someone, you know, it was like, there's a bunch of proficient surfers out there that were in this group. And the one guy calls out to me, he's like, hey, pink board, back it up. <laughs> and that felt really not reassuring because I'm like, maybe I shouldn't be out here. Maybe I'm okay, blowing they, it. They like, notice me. They yeah, notice like, me. Uh, you know, there's, there's, there's a drone flying overhead taking pictures of me stuck in the middle of this circle. Uh, so that, that, that felt pretty, That's a good pretty one. not all yeah, right. I like it. Yeah. It all started with the circle up too. The circle up. I don't, I don't know. That's really not, not okay. Oh, right on. No, that's funny. I like it. That was uh, a good one. And then the last thing on that was the same thing because again, you feel kooky when there's more proficient people around sure and when you're told like don't be that guy yeah yeah, yeah. we need you to don't not be, be that, that guy. guy oh no i'm not that no, guy i'm not that guy I'm, I'm i got this uh, no i've been surfing for two months i'm not that guy yeah yeah exactly and then so with that i'm you know i'm still not doing much of a, a good job of, of actually surfing i'm just like riding straight in and thinking like that's cool is that uh then they had a, a photographer in the water, like a real pro with the whole setup with the housing and the whole thing. And I'm mm -hmm. like, oh, that'd be cool if I caught a wave and then someone's gonna take my picture. <laughs> and then I'll be like, you know, yes. blow me up on, you know, so. Maybe they'll make a poster out of yeah, it or something. Maybe, uh, I had maybe no I'll get idea. the cover. I had no idea how silly that was, <laughs> that I thought that that, you know, because the, people had already, gone in like that part was over and, uh, and people weren't staying out and there were only a couple people that still hadn't come in because I was still like oh I'm gonna surf while I'm out here and uh, so I had a wave come in I'm like I'm gonna catch this wave and I'm like the photographer is right in front of me I'm gonna make it look real good and, go and get my picture taken and I didn't realize how like not good I was you know it's kind of one of those things where you, you think you're better than uh, even though I didn't think I was good I thought like I could catch a wave and that would be photo worthy yeah 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 yeah. yeah. and she didn't even look my way at all you know like I was the only one riding a wave in and it was not like not of interest that wasn't that wasn't uh well you know, 
Dude, you're not, you're not the only one in your delusions. Uh. We talk about it all the time. And actually, just the other day, me and Coach Evan said, we have to do an episode called Delusional. Yeah. Because literally, it goes from the ground all the way up of beginners to expert people who think what they did was so much greater than what they actually did. Yeah. You know, and I know it because I have some students that are like, oh, did you see this? I did a cutback. And I'm like, no, 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 no. You yeah. didn't do a cutback. Yeah, right. Like, no, I totally did. Yeah. Like, no, 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 no. And all the way up to, you know, your friends telling you they got barreled and they didn't know that you were walking up the beach and watching the whole thing. And yeah. they did not get barreled at all, but they yeah, fully great. think they did. That's great. And surfing, maybe it's just that enrapturing it's that exciting it's that fun that it really you really do believe in what you're saying you know you really believe you got barreled you really believed you did a cutback uh, when in actuality it was not even close but it's it's uh, it's a funny thing in surfing that how delusional we can be yeah and what we think we're doing out there well I think I'm I'm glad that that's part of what I'm learning uh, in my learning is to is to really stay humble and to keep pushing my my learning in the way of understanding what I don't know and then seek to know that. Right. Does that yeah. make sense? Totally. And that's that's such a great place to be in, you know. I think it's kind of inevitable. You have to go through that kooky, ignorant phase. Yeah. And think you're doing something right, but you're really not. And you totally over uh, underestimate what the whole picture of this surfing thing is. Yeah. You, you have to. I think we all do it. Yeah. You know, and it's just the difference between some and others is that some people realize sooner that, you know, there's so much more to it and you better stay humble if you really want to learn and, you know, and to make sure you're cultivating those other characteristics and not just letting yourself be delusional for the next 20 years of your life about what you're doing in the ocean. Yeah. 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 No, I don't think, I think you don't, you don't grow. Uh, I mean, I don't think you grow in the activity and you don't grow as a as a human being. No, well, and that makes sense to me because if you're if you're delusional and you're thinking that you're doing great, there's no reason to strive for better or right. to push. Right. You know, when you know that you're not doing it well or you know there's room for improvement, it, it causes like a little bit of a frustration, a little yeah. bit of a an agitation to, to make it better, yeah. to, to push forward, to do better, to seek help, you know, uh, to practice longer, more. When you're delusional, you don't need to practice more because you're great. Yeah. And you got tubed and you're doing cutbacks and you're, you're just ripping it up out there and you can't understand why that photographer didn't take your picture yep. when you were just shredding that wave oh, to pieces. Oh, man, I was going to look so cool on my, <laughs> on my faded pink foamy. I don't know why that, that wouldn't be splashed all over their Instagram oh. page. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not, actually, now I'm glad that it wasn't because that would be immortalized. Uh. Yeah. So, and I'm sure you've listened to the recent episode, uh, Coach Chris's Pet Peeve. Yeah. Which was, you know, I get this a lot, you know, um, especially, well, not, I shouldn't say a lot. I have great, great students and they really know my style and they understand how I teach. But it still does happen quite a bit where people will ask me, oh, how are the waves? Or how are the waves going to be? Yeah. Or what's the best time to go? That's the true pet peeve. That's the one. Yeah. What's the best time to go? Yeah. And I'm like, what do you mean? What's the best? When are you free? Oh, well, that's the best time to go because you're not free at the other times of day, so you can't surf then. So that's a terrible time to go surfing. Exactly. Because you can't. You have other obligations. Yeah. So you're free at 8 a.m. 
that's the best time to go surfing. Sure, I like that. And uh, it just, that's why we did that episode, because I think at some point during that week, I was like, I had enough of hearing that question. Like, what's the best time to go? I was like, that's it. Texted Coach Ev, I'm like, I got our next episode title. It's called My Pet Peeve. <laughs> <laughs> so and it's so asking when's the best time to go surfing. <laughs> so it's good that I didn't, uh, at the end of... Uh, the end of the week say you know well we could do a different time if, yeah, well, uh, if when the is conditions gonna be are going to be better <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. i was this close to doing it but <laughs> uh i guess either uh you've already trained me uh mentally that's to, what the podcast is for it. that's what it's for to let really, people know how it goes because really i wanted to go first thing in the morning for other reasons right i right. just i like being out there early i'm mm-hmm. gonna be up it's not gonna be crowded out there and it leaves the rest of your day open. Yeah, if you want totally. to surf longer, you could stay longer. Totally, And totally. I did both days, you know. For so many reasons, I'm an early surfer too, you know, because for one, you know, like you said, leaves the day open, you get your surf in early. But for two, like if it's not good early, well, you're there. And, yeah. and you're ready in case it turns and gets good. If you come later thinking it's not going to be good early and you're wrong, you missed it. Right. You know, but you don't miss it if you're wrong about going early. Yeah. So that's always been my biggest thing. Yeah. Like I have friends who be like, you see, you got up early for nothing. It's like, no, not for nothing. Not for nothing. I saw for myself that it wasn't good. Yeah. You didn't know if it was good or bad. You were sleeping. What would you be saying to me if, you know, I came back from an epic session and you're still in bed? Right, right, right. You're not. uh, And that's happened plenty too. You're not talking to me about that. Often enough. It, it, this is good enough reason to just get up early. Often enough, it is best in the morning, just when the conditions are most still. There's many days where the wind's forecast to be on shore all day, but there's a window in the morning before it really picks up okay. that you can get that glass. So that's always been my biggest thing, you know? And then again, if I'm wrong about that, so what? I'm at the beach and I'll be here all day and I'll surf when it's best and I'll surf early when it wasn't as good either. Right. But I get both sessions, you know? Right. And, and then in some days, it was the right call to be there early and get the session, get the, get the good waves before the wind comes on it. Yeah. Expand your, you know, extend your, your opportunity to, to right. get, get the good surf. And then one last thing about all that is, you know, the better you get, the less conditions matter. Fair enough. You know, the, you really, obviously, point. better surfers that get spoiled because they've surfed so much. Yeah. They know what's good and what they want, you know, and they don't want to settle for less waves. But it's important, even as you get better, to continue reminding yourself to keep surfing those bad days because you can, yeah. because you're able. Yeah, sure. And it's actually still very fun, even though it doesn't have that picturesque offshore green water look. You know, even those overcast onshore days that look shitty and it would never make a picture in a magazine yeah. are still totally fun because surfing is so fun. Yeah, right <laughs> it doesn't have to be <laughs> offshore for surfing to be fun. Yeah. So, you know, you got to just keep yourself like... Keep pulling it back because as you get better at surfing, you get more spoiled too. Yeah. And it's really easy to turn into some of the old guys that check the waves all the time and pass up even days that are pretty good. Yeah. Because they've just gotten in such a habit of like, oh, oh it's not good enough. Oh, not good enough. Oh, not, oh, it's this. Oh, it's that. Oh, it's crowded. Oh, there's a little little wind. Oh, there's a little current. Oh, there's always some reason to complain. That's that's good. That's a good uh, a good lesson to, yeah. to keep in mind. I think that's maybe that's. I don't think I'll ever be like that. Yeah, I don't think I will. I, as long as you know it. If I, you I know it, you can be my, aware it's of not it. My, it's not my personality. Um, one thing I wanted to mention, since you're, it, I thought about it, and we were talking about coaching, is you know, doing things later in life and 
in my life, I have a son, right? So I have a nine-year-old son, and I'm you know, trying to be a good father and be a good role model and be, I don't know, an inspiration for him. Of course. Um, and, you know, he looks up to me. And that's both an amazing feeling, but also an amazing responsibility. Sure. And, you know, like I mentioned, it's, there's been some tough stuff in, the, in my life in the last few years and kind of restructuring our whole family situation. And I know, you know, but I, the reality is I still want to be a good father to him. We still have, you know, time that we spend together. And so it's important to me to be a good coach mm. for him in his life, right? Mm. And what I've found, because he's, he's now starting to get interested in surfing, right? Uh, and I've never, well, I signed him up for one lesson once. I think that might have been a little too soon. But anyway, I, that was, you know, but I never pushed it or said, like, you're going to be a surfer. Right. You know? Like, he needs to start with the fundamentals. He needs to know how to swim. He needs to be comfortable in the ocean he needs sure. to love the ocean right but what I'm able to coach him on is that if he's interested in surfing it's not just what he's watching on videos now right sure. it's not you know it's what your dad is going through where right. it's really hard and that I've come back and it's just I didn't maybe catch any waves right, right. or maybe I had a really hard time mm -hmm. or you know that you know and that's okay yeah and so that's okay it's working through the that's struggles life. of of learning and working through the struggles of uh trying something new mm -hmm. and not being overwhelmed or frustrated you can get frustrated but then you got to look at the bigger picture and right say, and channel like, it properly yeah like let that frustration drive you to continue practicing yeah of course, I have some bad news for you. He's going to be better than you. In I no was time. just thinking that as you're talking about that, and and I hope so, right? Yeah, of uh, course you do. But, but uh, just so you know, yeah, he's probably going to be better than you in a couple months. Right, right. So, uh, but that and that's you know, I just I hope that my lesson to him about not being afraid of trying something new and mm. putting yourself out there, it's it's not comfortable for me. Like this isn't totally really normal for me. I'm hoping to make it more normal or just more more comfortable but it's not my usual way of going through life mm. like I, I'm I'm pushing myself to be this person well good on and, you and so I hope that's like the biggest lesson that comes away uh, comes away with. that's another accountability thing like now I've told him that I'm learning to surf so can't quit now no I'm not going to <laughs> but you know it's just, it's really helpful to have people that hold you accountable. Sure. Uh, it did. Right so maybe that's a good thing to tell people you're doing that because now it's like putting you on the spot. Sure. You know, now you got to do it. Sure. Like we said earlier. And so if you're not a off. beginner at something or subscribe to the Coopcast, you're cooking it. it. <laughs> right on, Doug. Thanks for coming out, surfing with me and uh, recording and, you know, talking about this what could be sensitive, you know, vulnerable stuff, like you said, you know, like putting yourself out there like that. But another life lesson, another good thing to do, you know, yeah. be humble and, and uh, just
just send it, you know? Yeah. Go for it. Go yes, for sir. new things. Yeah, I like that a lot. Right on. Woo!